Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. It's Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. I'm your host, Alex Jones, and we've got an incredible transmission lined up for you today. I've been up since 4 a.m. this morning. Just did a two-hour powerhouse interview with Andrew Tate. Excerpts coming up later in the next four hours, and we'll air the whole thing tomorrow on the August 24th Thursday edition. But Michael Young, the Special Forces operator and incredible journalist, and his crew are going to have General Flynn. They're going to have Stephen Bannon. They're going to have Colonel McGregor. They're going to have it all, plus major breaking news on the biggest illegal alien camps you've ever seen that nobody's reported on just outside Houston and more today. So I'll be here at the office. I'll be popping in live with breaking news. We're going to be hitting it all here today. This is going to be a massive, massive, massive broadcast. But I just concluded a two-hour interview from Budapest, Romania, with Andrew Tate. Most powerful interview with him ever. Like I said, excerpts coming up later today. Tomorrow we're going to premiere the big interview. But in the next four hours, coming back from break, they're going to be in here in this chair. They're about to come in right now. We're going to have Michael, Jan, and the rest of his crew and a raft of incredible guests. Like I said, Steve Bannon, General Flynn. The list goes on and on. They were just over Houston with helicopters showing these giant camps they've set up. You're going to have all that footage. This is going to be an incredible broadcast. We always deliver by the grace of God. Thanks to your support. The crew is amazing. So everybody, start your engines. Share the links, infowars.com forward slash show. All this is free to air. None of this is copyright. All this is for you to share, repost, cut up, slice, dice, however you want. Just get it out. This is an information war. And when you get excited like you did last Friday and expose their plan to bring back the COVID lockdowns, which they then announced later in the weekend, it has created a firestorm. Still the top story five days, six days later in the country. It's got the globalists in full panic mode. We've got more on Maui, more on the Ukraine-Russia war, more on everything coming up today. But please remember, we can't do this without your support, your word of mouth, your prayer, and your financial support, which is really easy because we have game-changing products that will change your life. Vitamin Fusion is almost sold out. All the vitamins, all the minerals, all the amino acids you need, everything essential. So many problems are caused by deficiencies. It's in a flash sale. It's about to sell out 40% off. And we sold out of X3 about a month ago. Got a limited, very small supply of the best full spectrum out there that does stuff for your immune system, your body, your cells, your neurological systems. It's incredible. It is a limited supply, back in stock, 40% off. So X3, triiodine, and vitamin mineral fusion are back in stock exclusively, 40% off part of this flash sale, double Patriot points. Sign up for auto ship, get 10% off on your next order. Make a straight donation, InfoWars.com. We're funded by the people. And you see InfoWars, by the grace of God, all glory to God. We are having a massive, massive effect right now. The public mind is awake. It's ready for the truth, and we're ready to deliver it. So thank you for keeping us on air. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now for this flash sale. 
that is only going to run through Friday maximum because we got like a thousand bottles of X2, X3, uh, and a couple thousand canisters of the vitamin fusion. And we've got to get the funds in. We're trying to expand the face of the globalist. So boost your body's natural defenses, your immune system, your stamina, your energy, your libido, everything. These are missing links the globalists are attacking us with. The bad halogens, iodine is the good halogen. It has all three types you need. X3, 40% off. Vitamin Mineral Fusion, 40% off. And so many other great products at InfoWarsStore.com. We have the new amazing coffee. Uh, we have so many other great products. The, the three different types of fluoride-free toothpaste, uh, the turmeric formula, the whitening formula, the activated charcoal formula, Superfill Vitality, 60% off. That sells about to end. InfoWarsStore.com. Please take action now, and I thank you for your support. Plus, these are great products you need. You have nothing to lose but taking action. InfoWarsStore.com. We'll be right back with a special broadcast. This is not about somebody wanting to put on pantyhose and have their sexual organs changed. It's about shocking our children. A lot of these groups are pedophiles, let's face it. They want to talk about sex with your kids. And in the name of tolerance, they're going to put your kids on Ritalin and Prozac, they're going to inject them with deadly vaccines full of cancer viruses, and they're going to really screw them up. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. of the New World Order. It's Alex Jones. All right. It's a great honor to, to uh, be sitting in Alex Jones' seat here. Uh, we did the show last week. Ann Vandersteel and I were on Operation Burning Edge across the southern uh, border of the United States and Mexico. Uh, most of the people couldn't quite hack it and didn't make it very long. So here we are. And uh, without further ado, actually, Stephen uh, Bannon is is on hold right now to come on. I don't want to take much of his time because he doesn't have much time. And he's got a lot of important things to say about what's happening to our republic and to President uh, Trump. Steve, please take it. First off, what I want to say is, uh, you know, if Alex had to know Alex is, I think, in court today. But if you had to pick two folks who are actually crazier <laughs> and tougher than he is. <laughs> Vandersteel and do the authorities know this? They're going to call, call in like a uh, drone strike. Uh, you guys have done such a great job, uh, you know, such a great job on Burning Edge. It's just been incredible. But Jan, normally, you know, I'm talking to you, you're either in Darien Gap coming down on a like a, a canoe with guys shooting blow darts at you or you're in North Africa being shot at. Uh, so I'm not used to you see, sitting in a... Uh, in a uh, in a an anchor chair, although I will tell you the ch- anchor chair you're sitting in probably gets more incoming than you've even taken in all the all the uh, combat situations you've been in in the last what 20 years since you've been really the top combat correspondent out there in uh, in all the hot spots in the world. So I'm really honored to be on with you and Ann today. 
Thanks, Steve. I really want to hear what's going on with uh, President Trump right now. And you're the man that knows. Actually, when Ann and I were putting the list together of people to ask to come on, well, you're in the first slot. That's it. <laughs> so, I Steve, I know guys- you have a beat on the president and what's going down right now is, is nothing short of complete criminal. Uh, give us your assessment on the current situation on the ground for the president. Well, I think you see, you know, and and here's what I love about Trump. You know, he went full Trump. He's in prime time. He's in prime time tomorrow. He's bigfooting the Keebler elves. And remember what's happening here, because you guys know this from the reporting you guys do and in, in, and show that's up in Michael, you and of course, all the Infowars audience knows the difficulty that all of us have uh, of getting out there because of complete suppression, uh, you know, every second of the day with Alex being obviously the person the most suppressed. But you've got this situation with the Murdochs. And you got this situation where they're absolutely thrown in with, because they're globalists. They don't know the globalists. So they're trying to have this, what I call the Keebler Elves Convention tonight in Milwaukee, which is of no interest to, to the War Room Posse and no interest to us because it's just a diversion. At the same time, the administrative state, the deep state, is in every way coming after Trump. And they're coming after Trump, not just with this, you know, the last of these indictments where he's got, I think, 91 indictments and 100, 700 years in prison. They're trying to drop the Fourteenth Amendment to take him off the ballot in California and other states. They're coming after him with all the media, you know, hits he's taken. So the whole thing is kind of converging, and you can see what's happening in Durban, South Africa, uh, today. And I know Michael's been covering that closely. Uh, with it, it, essentially, you're seeing the formation of a new world order that's against the Judeo-Christian West because our elites have done that to us. And the last thing I want to leave you with, I mentioned today on the show. I think for only the third time in the history of this republic do we have an individual's fate and destiny is now inextricably linked with the fate and destiny of the nation. We had it with General Washington in the revolution and the foundation of the country with the the uh, the, dec- the uh, constitution, the formation of really the American government in those years after the revolution. You had it with Abraham Lincoln in the late 1850s, the convergence of of this really American nationalism and the understanding that slavery had to be had to be destroyed, root and branch, the convergence of that for the Civil War, and now with Donald Trump to, to really save this republic. If it's if it's not Trump and the people in this Trump movement, right, the the country will be something quite different than was bequeathed to us and to, to our generation. And so uh, the stakes couldn't be higher. And that's why I think reporting like you guys do all the time and what Alex Jones provides in this show. And the audience that supports it is, is now more important than ever. Well, so we certainly agree, Steve. You know, when you look at what's happening down on the border, the face of the electorate is being forcibly changed by the regime in power, by the globalist agenda, and of course, destruction of America, which is standing between the world, the new world order, and tyranny, full tyranny. So, you know, understanding that the uh, the uh, World Economic Forum is immigrating illegally all of these people from all over the world, how do you think that the, you know, the next election is going to shape up? Will it be denigrated by the fact that we have people out there that will be voting that have no business voting in our country? Or will we actually even have an election period understanding what they're trying to do to stop President Trump? Great question. You know, I took a clip of what you guys are doing on Burning Edge, and I, I've sent it a lot of it, pushed a lot of it out to people because I think uh, what you guys are doing extraordinary going through the whole border of the United States and showing these incredible footage. I actually showed to something somebody that's quite well informed. He's a former uh, two-star Navy admiral, and uh, it was shock. It, it was like the first time 
he'd ever seen this information. He had no idea that there's anywhere from six to 20 or 25 million illegal aliens in the country. And in fact, quite frankly, at least 10 million that I think that upon President Trump's uh, coming back to power in January 2025, we have to get ICE and we have to actually move those folks back to their home countries. And I think this has got to be a high priority of the Trump administration. But I think you're correct. I think that you've seen with just taking our asylum laws, which are really built about protecting the country, protecting citizens, but also protecting the people that were coming and making sure they had real opportunities. What's happening on the southern border is nothing short of an invasion. And don't take it from me. Just look at the footage and don't take it from Ann or her commentary or Michael's commentary or observations. Just look, just go to Burning Edge, which is think about it. This is the summer of 2023. You know, we've been we've been talking about this and fighting this now for 10 or 15 years. And I would submit to you that it's worse than it's ever been. Because now I think the really the economic interests of the globalists in our nation are also tied to continue this this southern border. If you look at what you guys have exposed down around Houston, Texas, I think it's uh, it's colonies in English, but colonias in 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 in, in Spanish, I think. But if you see that, and it's tied in with the real estate interest down there, with the home construction interest down there. So no, we're we're in a we're in a fix. And believe me, they're going to be trying to get as many of these folks on the on the voter rolls as they possibly can for 2024. So we have a crisis. That crisis is an invasion on our southern border, and you can't call it anything about that. If you don't believe me, look at the footage you guys are just putting out on burning uh, on Operation Burning Edge every day. Steve, this is straight up uh, weaponized migration, just like, uh, you know, when I flew over to Lithuania before the war in Ukraine and was warning about that uh, very specifically numerous, many times that that was a weaponized migration, and that's a prelude to war. What we see here is uh, we need mass deportations. But beyond that, we have children in giant warehouses, including the, the Walmart, former Walmart Supercenter in Brownsville, Texas. Anne was just there. We were there together. Uh, they've got uh, approximately 1,400, 1,500 boys in that one Walmart Supercenter right now. And that's it uh, coming on the screen right there. We just made that video, what, maybe two weeks ago, right? And they have other facilities for girls. These children are being transported at night. We're going to actually have other people talk about it later. But actually, I would rather hear you talk because we'll go into this later. Well, well, I I want the one thing I think that's so great when I heard you were going to do Burning Edge. Remember, your theory of the case is osmotic flow. But you've said, hey, this is a global problem. Look, I want to bring up a book that's very controversial and has certain racist elements to the book. So it's a difficult read. But the book that was written by the, this French guy back in the early 1970s called The Camp of the Saints really shows, I think, a lot of how the elites are doing dealing with it. And I realize the book is very controversial. If you get it, there are going to be uh, big sections of the book that offend you, offend you a lot because it does have uh, certain racist elements in it. But the book is not about that so much as about how elites deal with it. That's what you're seeing on a global basis here. This is a global issue. The invasion on the southern border, that's why it's every nationality in the world that's coming and the devil catch the highmost. You, that's what your reporting over the last couple of years has really been about, connecting all the dots from the Darien Gap to what's happening in Morocco when you were there that time a couple of months ago, to, to Ukraine, to all over. So this is a this is a global problem, but it's 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 being exacerbated by this illegitimate regime in the White House, and it shouldn't be lost on you that now Solomon's giving the receipts every day. John Solomon showing the receipts about the Ukraine. So these things are. This is not a conspiracy theory because the receipts are there. You just have to walk through and make sure you understand the story at every element of it. So I think that's why Burning Edge 
is so powerful. One last thing. And with with your um, with your footage, what's coming out, the Tennessee Assembly, which was called back in special session to do these red flag laws by this liberal Bill Lee governor, Republican rhino governor, they've pivoted and they're actually going after now. Start, start, they're trying to put forward the toughest human trafficking laws in the nation at a state level because the uh, Soros based local prosecutors won't prosecute human trafficking or sex trafficking uh, for children. And I think that's one of your reporting, particularly these warehouses, is going to blow this story up, and it's going to be just as big as Alex's big scoop about the uh, about the protocols, mandates, and the mask coming back. That I think this is going to drive a whole new. It's going to be the sequel to um, the the uh, the great uh, film of Jim Caviezel and, yeah. and the team that just came yeah. out. I think this will be. I think your footage will be the sequel and really put it up to the nation that nobody can look away anymore. We got to deal with what's going on in the trafficking of children across this border. Yeah, Steve, we really do. And, and in fact, if you consider the, this has been their, their playbook now, they've destroyed Europe ostensibly. They are moving people into our country. Class African-Americans and working class Hispanic-Americans. So the mass deportation has got to happen. Every, every, every person that gamed the asylum system that came across on Joe Biden's watch has to be deported back across the border or to their country of origin. It's got to happen, and it has to happen starting in the afternoon of January 20th, 2025, the first day that President Trump takes office back again. And I, and I don't think we can look the other way. I don't think I hear a lot of people now hedging whether it should be criminals and should be – no. Everyone that gamed the asylum system, that means everyone has to be returned, has to go back to their country origin. If they want to come in legally, get in line to do it. If they want to apply legitimately for asylum, which remember, as a – a baseline. There are no economic uh, asylum seekers. We just economic benefit, a better life. As much as that's heartwarming and emotionally, we are quite connected to that. It is not part of the asylum system, and we can't let it be like that. Otherwise, you'll have five billion people here. We just can't. You can't support it. So it's going to have to be many, many tough calls. And I think Tom Homan's right. And I think it's something. I believe it's something we should get into the national conversation sooner rather than later because I think it's one of these ones that two-thirds, at least the American people, support that. Yeah, and right now, Steve, by the way, Panama is being destabilized. Uh, a part of this route through Colombia and through the Darien Gap, uh, right now, as of the last uh, 24, 48 hours, there's uh, about three times more than we've ever seen before, two and a half times, right? It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm asking people to go look at the Nicaragua and Costa Rican border now and the Costa Rican Panama border to figure out what the situation is there. I'm unclear if actually if Costa Rica or Nicaragua is blocking the flow north right now. There is some blockage, but that puts Panama in a very particular bind when the flows through Colombia are so heavy right now. And there's definitely some blockage at the Costa Rica-Panama border. But you can see geographically how Nicaragua can play a strong hand in actually destabilizing Panama just by not allowing any of the migrants to go through, or let's say aliens to go through on controlled flow. This is a massive situation. No, I think it's going to get worse. And here's why it's going to get worse. The cartels are not, people have to understand, probably the most rational actors in this entire drama are the illegal aliens or migrants and the cartels and government officials down there that are pushing them up. They understand. They can read polling very well. They keep on the news, as you've reported, Michael. They're very sophisticated on social media. They understand that we're making this a massive issue in this campaign. And the American people, you've seen all what we forced Abbott to do down in Texas. 
That's because of the Alex Jones show, your guys reporting War Room and many other podcasts and shows that they're even step Abbott's even forced at the tip of a bayonet to step up and do it. They realize that the sheriff's going to arrive here. The cavalry is going to arrive and the border is going to be shut down. That's why the next year, I think the next year you're going to see levels of this uh, in dangers around this in the trafficking of children like this, like you've never seen before. I, I think we're only, I think it's going to ramp up for the simple reason they understand they're going to have 12 months or 14 months to get into the United States, understanding they're going to call our bluff. They're going to say, they go, Hey, we'll get in the, we'll get into the U S and we'll see how big, uh, how we'll see how big uh, Tom Homan and Steve Bannon, and Alex Jones, uh, and Vander Steele and, uh, and, and, uh, Michael Yan are about mass deportations. We'll, t- we'll take the bet on that, but we got to get into the country first. I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see levels that you, people have felt have been incomprehensible before. Yeah, I completely agree. This is not going to be a pretty situation, Steve. It's going to be really difficult for the American public to digest what you just said in real time watching this happen. But you're right. It actually has to happen because as you talked about earlier, Michael and I several weeks ago flew over this colonia in Houston, Texas. It's been in progress now for um, for years. This isn't a new development, but it's just now really starting to grow very, very quickly. They've built three state-of-the-art schools there, which are really nothing more than indoctrination centers for these illegals that are coming to live there. Up to 200,000 of them will be able to live there in what I would consider slumlord conditions with MS-13 gang signs spray-painted on the sides of these trailers. Of course, some of the drug lords and the kingpins have beautiful homes in there, but that is few and far between. So understanding we have that, we actually took up some members of Congress over the weekend uh, to see the colonias. And, you know, it was quite interesting, their responses. We also brought Sheriff uh, Capers from San Jacinto County, who really, you know, took a very strong line, Steve, to you know, discuss how he would sort of step in there and start to figure out who's who in that zoo so they could start to arrest the people that really need to be extradited, extricated from that development. Are you, you know, would you be surprised if members of Congress just really don't seem to show interest in wanting to change and, and fix what's being a, a cancer growing inside of uh, Northeast Houston? Doesn't shock me at all. I think because their donors want them to look the other way. So it doesn't show me at all. I tell you what, for all the things you just said about American people, heads are going to blow up. The single biggest thing is going to blow up and is when you get into those warehouses and are able to interview the children. Wait till you get to interview the children and the American people can hear firsthand what their money is going to pay for. When the American people understand that, hey, we're paying for this, that's when you're going to get congressmen tossed out. That's when you're going to get change. That's when you're going to get real change. No, it doesn't shock me at all. The whole system looks the other way. Like I said, I had a I had a two star Navy Admiral, sophisticated guy. A lot of this was new to him because the mainstream media refuses. I mean, how many reporters are you rubbing up against? When you're down there on on burning on 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 the burning edge, nobody. It's you guys, right? They're, the mainstream media doesn't want to talk about this. They're forced to every now and again, but they don't want to talk about it. You wait till you get into those warehouses and start interviewing those kids and the camera and a microphone and let them tell you how they got here, who brought them here, what they've been used for. Let the American people see that, and that's when you're going to have revolutionary change. That's when people are going to go, we can't do this anymore because. That I'm going to be held accountable for that on Judgment Day because I knew about it, right? And I didn't do anything about it. Yeah, 100%. Michael and I spoke with uh, several of the whistleblowers, uh, Carlos Arellano, as well as Tara Rodas. And they'll tell you that these children inside these warehouses, Steve, 
will tell you that you know they want to go home. They didn't think they were, you know, they thought they were coming here for PlayStations and a better life. Instead, they're living from warehouse to warehouse. And sadly, some of these kids, when they get shipped around, get peeled off from going to another warehouse, and they're put in private automobiles and taken and delivered into neighborhoods uh, that look just like where you or, or, or I might live and come to find out the house in which they're being delivered is not a house of somebody who is welcoming them with open arms. No, it's another child for them to pimp out, be trafficked while they have two or three or four other children in the same house. And of course, they're never doing this from nine to five. They're doing this at two, three, four o'clock in the morning under the cover of darkness, telling the chaperones from these organizations like Southwest Key Programs, like SLS, like MVM. Uh, these are all organizations that are trafficking these children. They're telling them, we're doing this under the cover of darkness because we don't want the kids to be uh, you know, a- a- affected by this, meaning you know, we have to protect the children. No, they're protecting what they're doing from the public, from the voting public. And the worst part, Steve, is a lot of these homes are being occupied by illegal aliens that make these black sites, i.e. the state government, i.e. in Florida, which is a big recipient, New York, Texas, None of these governors have to actually say that they know this is going on when, in fact, they know this is going on. A disgrace. It's a disgrace. And we've got to stop it. They're not going to do it. So it's 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 you guys. It's Alex Jones. It's this audience. The audience is going to put it into it. But it's tough. But we're going to have to do it. It's going to be hard, but it's got to be done. If we can't we can't you can't look away. You've got to get it done. Steve, we got 45 seconds left and I think it should go to you. I couldn't, I don't think Alice could have picked two better guys to, uh, although I will tell you, Michael, uh, Ann's a little easier on the eyes, a little more telegenic. <laughs> That's <laughs> true. I take a lot of incoming, Steve. The drone is hovering right now. Don't worry. I might not be here much longer. You guys are going to have a great, Alice couldn't have picked better and we can't wait to get Alex back with, uh, fair winds and following seas today. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back uh, with the next segment. We've got uh, Chris Martinson on deck with Peak Prosperity. Awesome. Looking forward to it. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That makes everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock, discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsTour.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsTore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsTore.com right now. When I... You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. In my first book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, I gave you a full analysis of the global elite's international conspiracy to enslave humanity and all life on the planet. The Great Reset is a planned attempt to redistribute all the world's wealth and power into the hands of banks, corporations, billionaires, and the World Economic Forum. 
The only way this corporate fascist conspiracy can succeed is if the people of the world are not aware of it. For years, we've been laying out their sinister blueprint on InfoWars. What we are witnessing is nothing less than the failed plans of social Darwinists to capture free market capitalism and turn it toward their fascist aims of controlling and depopulating the globe. Because of the tremendous success of the first book, which received tens of thousands of orders before it was even released, we're releasing a second book, The Great Awakening, defeating the globalists and launching the next great renaissance. The people the globalists fear the most are the members of their own systems of control who wake up and then decide to act against the machine. The globalists believe they've planned for every possible contingency. They hadn't counted on the conscience and love of truth, which lives in the souls of good people. Order the Great Awakening now to support InfoWars and defeat the globalists. The only show that dares to speak the truth. Welcome to the Alex Jones Show. Awesome. It is a huge honor to be sitting in the lightning seat for Alex Jones today at InfoWars.com. I'm with Ann Vandersteel, and we're on Operation Burning Edge, and we have an incredible guest. Uh, well, Dr. Chris Martinson. I've been watching Chris now for uh, at least three years, since the beginning of the pandemic, when everybody was looking for serious uh, sources of information. First of all, that knew what they were talking about which is one thing, and then having the guts to say it, which is the hard thing, right? And so Dr. Martins had had both. So that's when I started uh, watching his show uh, constantly, uh, you know, every single update, and, uh, and I'm still watching it very closely. He's, he's more than just a, a, a pandemic analyst, but he was very accurate on that, and the things that he occasionally got wrong, he quickly course-corrected, corrected himself publicly, and that just built more trust. Anyway, I don't want to say any more because I think Dr. Martinson has more important things to say. Hey, Chris. Hi, Michael. Good to be here with you and Ann. So such a pleasure. Absolutely. Good to see you, Dr. Martinson. Again, I've told you, uh, my husband and I watched you religiously in the early days of the pandemic because you really did have the best information out there. You were just solid every single night. It was sort of our uh, our evening ritual. You know, you've got a book out, The Crash Course. It's been very, it's very popular, but you've distilled it down into e- economy, energy, and environment. Taking a look at the, at the uh, horizon right now with all the conditions brewing, the news breaking that they're going to be masking people. Alex broke it here on the show on Friday. We were actually here in the studio, TSA sources, federal government sources, they're going to be bringing back the mask mandates. Dr. Stella, Manuel, and others already hearkening COVID's back. Um, you know, look at the tea leaves. Where do you see this going over the next six to 12 months? Well, let's break it down. Uh, first, I don't see COVID itself doing much at this point in time, particularly for healthy people. It's a cold. Uh, you know, this is the nuance that was always lacking from the whole thing. It's like everybody has to get vaccinated. Everybody must mask. Everybody must lock down. That's nonsense because, of course, this is a risk adjusted disease that obviously hits older people and people who are sicker more than people who aren't. Those two things. OK, that's part one. But part two is, are they going to try and implement more controls? Obviously, uh, that, that was clearly a, a thing that they loved doing. They liked the control of saying Target can stay open, but this mom and pop restaurant has to close. And I think we're going to see a resurgence of that prediction time. I don't know a lot of people that are going to go along with it, or many, many, many more people are not going to play along this time around. 
So what does that mean in terms of uh, the next phase for these people? We know they're demons. We know that this is, you know, they have an agenda, Chris. They're marching forward very, very, very strongly right now. And they seem to be unafraid. They seem that they can do this without impunity. So if they know that we are going to be like, you did this to us once, shame on you, shame on us if you try it again and we go along, what is their next mode of operation then? Well, this is, uh, there's a battle undergoing. We're in the middle of a war. It's a fifth generation war. It's about perception. It's about controlling our cognitive space. And, you know, I have the same experience as other people. If I spend too much time on Twitter or on Facebook or somewhere else, I come away kind of depressed, demoralized. And I believe there are programs running out there to make people feel divided, distracted, alone, isolated. My work at Peak Prosperity, also working with the FLCCC and the great inspired people there who are bringing medical freedom back to the world. And is that we notice something really important happening. There is already a movement underway. I'm sure many of the listeners at InfoWars are part of this movement. The war is being fought on the information side of things. We know that we have successes, right? Oh, look at the number one song right now, uh, Rich Men North of Richmond. Look at uh, what happened to Disney's earnings. See what happened to Bud Light sales. Notice all of these things, and you find out that there is actually a majority of people or a very sizable group of people who are not going along with these plans. And that's good news. And I just want to reflect that and make sure that we're keeping our eye on the ball, that there's a lot to be positive about now. The Great Awakening has happened. And the more that Great Awakening is playing out in real time, Bud Light sales, we're going to see them, they in this story, get more and more desperate. That's how I see the mask mandates that they're talking about now. It's just pure desperation. You know, they're trying to crush us psychologically. You talk about that all the time. You, uh, you go into detail about that hour after hour at times. It's very important. You know, many people ask me why I don't seem to have any PTSD, and I don't, from so much combat that I did in various wars, years of wars. And, and I don't do any drugs. I don't drink alcohol. I drink maybe too much coffee. Uh, but I think it's because when I would take breaks in the wars, I would go for very long walks. I walked up to Mount Everest. I walked, you know, sorry about that. I'd walk all over the place, right? And just walking and getting in the sunshine, like you're out working in the garden all the time. And there's something about that. That's just a natural medicine, walking in the sunshine and walking alone and being quiet and thinking is medicine. Well, it is. And thank you for bringing that up. And I think uh, another thing we can add to that, of course, is, being around other people who are not insane, who are capable of critical thinking, who can see the world clearly. Because you know, there's this old skit by Richard Pryor, right, where he's he's in bed with with another woman and his wife walks in and he works hard to convince his wife that she's not seeing what she's seeing. And she keeps going back to it. Eventually, he says, who are you going to believe me or your lion eyes? Right. I invite everybody. Just believe your lion eyes. They're trying to sell us a bill of goods and you know, to the extent you can resist that, you will have more mental health in this whole story. So that's the invitation. Just believe your, what, what you're seeing for yourself. And the other part of this is, Michael and Ann, we're in the middle of a psychological warfare. People who managed to resist this the first time around underwent the most intensive program of military-grade psychological operations that's ever been unleashed on the Western world. So that's what we just went through. There's more of it ongoing. The good news, people can see it for what it is now, but it's very powerful, and we have to recognize that. You know, one more thing. God gave us sunshine. Go out and walk in it. It is the ultimate medicine. 
Yeah, and the psychological aspect of this cannot be um, ignored, Chris, because, you know, they are going to use those, that same playbook again. So what do you recommend, other than the obvious of what we're just talking about here, be, be at peace with yourself in the sunshine, but prophylaxis, there's doctors like Dr. Zelenko who are very much, you know, pro-hydroxychloroquine, pro-ivermectin, pro-zinc. There's supplements God put on this planet, like quercetin, to be, you know, paired with zinc that do wonderful things for your immune system. What are you out you know, sort of evangelizing right now as we roll into phase two of their operation, you know, destroy America, destroy humanity. And this is such a great point. I'm working very hard both on the board of the FLCCC, which includes doctors, you know, Pierre Corey and Paul Merrick and all that. And there's a movement afoot right now away from a sick care system that feeds us bad food, put people on ventilators, gave us remdesivir, all of this stuff. I know people, myself included, who are now afraid to go to the hospital. And that's a bad thing. We've lost our trust, maybe rightly so, in a system. But now what? Where do we go? And that's where there's a whole movement starting. And if the FLCCC people can find that and other doctors who are part of direct primary care networks who now go by the data, go by the evidence, not what these ridiculous edicts are. And uh, this movement is very positive. We're going to get our health back. We're going to take our country back. You got it. Chris Martinson is with us right now with Peak Prosperity. Chris, stick around. Come back after break. We want you on for a couple more minutes. Can you? Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That makes everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock, discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWorkStore.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsStore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. Coffee has not been available at InfoWarsStore.com for two years because the price went up too high and the quality was starting to go down. I turned down so many other producers that wanted to partner with us. But when the folks at Miniman came to me a year ago and I began to try their coffees, I was blown away. We finally have three great coffees that are the best they have to offer available to you right now. This is the best coffee I've ever tasted. It smells amazing and it's some of the strongest coffee I've ever drank. Ladies and gentlemen, these three single-source Columbia coffees are now available at InfoWarsStore.com exclusively. Escape the Prison Planet Light Roast. Tastes great. It's the strong one. Really strong. But these are all close second and thirds. Medium Roast. Wake of America. Woo! That's what my go-to. Dark Roast. Tip of the Spear. Tastes the best and is amazing and is still very, very strong. Gives you that pep. They're all three available at InfoWarsStore.com and they fund their operation. And each order gets a pocket constitution citizen rulebook. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. And now for the full story, it's Alex Jones. All right, it is such a huge honor to be sitting in the lightning seat for Alex Jones today. 
Uh, he's got a lot of work to do, and so we have the great honor, um, Ann Vandersteel and I, of, of hosting the show today, all four hours. And now we have on Dr. Chris Martinson from Peak Prosperity, but also uh, want to mention uh, MadMaxWorld.tv is important to, to tune into, and, uh, and uh, InfoWars.com. And uh, right now, Dr. Martinson, who turned out to be very accurate on the uh, pandemic, how that unfolded and the various aspects on lockdowns, amazingly accurate. Uh, he was batting up there with Babe Ruth. And so a few strikeouts, but mostly home runs. And so now we want to ask him what it means when, the, when these millions of uh, aliens are coming into the United States bringing dengue, malaria, uh, tuberculosis, which is a big deal. Dr. Martinson. Well, this is a, a huge concern, of course. If you look back at, at disease as a, you know, in human history, U.S. history, they, they were the number one thing that, that actually harmed people and killed people. So that's something we have to be very concerned about because we had a lot of things that are, were no longer really endemic or part of our, our culture anymore. And now they seem to be coming back in. Since Joe Biden took office, the number I read, 7 million people have come across the border illegally. And so some of them obviously are coming from places that are carrying these diseases. So we're starting to see an uptick in these diseases. People have probably read about tuberculosis showing up again, uh, a variety of these other diseases. And my concern would be that, you know, these things somehow become endemic again and, and just get reintroduced. And that would not be that would not be good. No, it, it really wouldn't be good, Chris. And, uh, you know, there's just so much concern we're hearing from other doctors, specifically uh, Dr. Michael Vickers, a veterinarian that we spoke with. He was with Texas Agricultural Commission for a long time. He's the, sort of Texas's top doc in terms of veterinary practices. And he's talking about the zoonotic nature of, say, tuberculosis, which has now gone multi-drug resistant. And not only is it impacting humans, it's impacting, you know, even Border Patrol agents. Children are getting sick in the schools from the migrant children that are being put in the classrooms. But it's jumping to the cattle. And so Texas right now mm. is actually at risk of losing their, t- losing their TB, tuberculosis-free status, because they're slaughtering cattle by the tens of thousands here in Texas. And as these migrants are shipped to other parts of the country, we're also seeing them uh, infect the dairy cattle as, as well. So from an MDMR-TB you know, problem we see here, what should people be doing to fortify their immune system against all these diseases that are coming in with the migrant population? Well, and that's a great question. And and the hint was in what Michael said, which is there's a salutary benefit of being out in the sun. A lot of things we get from the sun. Infrared radiation is awesome for our mitochondria, but more importantly, we get vitamin D. And this is actually one of the biggest untalked about things that's going on in this country. We, we know now from COVID that if people had blood serum levels that were over 50 nanomoles per milliliter, that they almost never showed up in the ICU. And weren't part of the death statistics. So we knew this. We knew this early on. This was one of the early tells where I knew that we had a corrupt, very, very off the track, off the rails, NIH, NIAID. Fauci never got on his bully pulpit and said, people should be taking vitamin D. We never had a national program to fortify the milk or some other broadly consumed items with vitamin D. We never told people or shipped them even vitamin D which would be a very easy remedy. And the reason for that, unfortunately, is because if people have adequate levels of vitamin D, not just COVID, but almost every communicable disease, they have a better outcome for, if not complete resistance to, it seems, right? Or a very high resistance level to it. So that would be an easy fix that we don't do that. Why don't we do that? Well, sadly, it's probably because 
too many pharma CFO spreadsheets would get blown up and the profits would go down because vitamin D healthy people don't need a lot of other things. And, and so that would be one thing people could do. We spend more time inside. You know, I'm of an age where I remember that in my neighborhood, it was all kids outside all the time. Now you can drive through neighborhoods. It looks like a, a neutron bomb went off. There's nobody outside. You know, where are the people? So people should, yes, get outside, get the natural vitamin D, um, you know, take supplements to the extent you need to talk to your doctor about that, you know, to make sure you got the right levels. It's a very easy test, a blood test to find out where your levels are. I think that one thing, if we did that, we would have so much better health outcomes in this country where we have a metabolic health crisis ongoing right now. It, it is bad. And I think a lot of that is addressable just with that one simple thing. And the fact that our health authorities aren't talking about it, is a tell in this story. I mean, a tell as in you're sitting at the poker table and somebody's got a tell. Yeah. You know, we're starting to also hear, in addition to the fact they're, they're hinting that masks are coming back and they're talking about it in the school system, they've now uh, just recently in Michigan, of all places, a judge actually ruled against the manufacturing of remdesivir and any hospitals that are using it saying, if you've been harmed or killed, you actually have a case now. So, of course, what we're now learning in the pipeline is they have another drug, which is sort of a remdesivir-like drug. This one creates mass inflammation. Uh, to what do you say to those people who are being told, oh, you're fine, go home, but if you get sick, go back to the hospital, because now we know they've got remdesivir 2 stacked in the, in the waiting rings? These are all such terrible ideas. So one of the charts that Pierre Corey put together just showed, hey, here's 40 things that we can do for early treatment to help people. And the only ones that were recommended by the NIH COVID treatment guidelines that most hospitals use and adhere to were ones that were on patent. They were hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to administer. And of course, they didn't have data that they stacked up nearly as well. That's the system we have. If you go to the hospital or you're, or, or a, I'll call it a sleep doctor, you're going to get somebody who's going to tell you that old saw, like go home, drink some fluids, come back if your lips turn blue. That was horrible advice. You know, for the for the only way I could get past Twitter censors for a long time was my name on Twitter. My handle was Chris Early Treatment Martinson. I couldn't talk about early treatment for a while because that got me banned all over the place. But early treatments, we have them. We know they work. There's a variety of off patent medications, things we can do to boost our immune system. I mentioned vitamin D, but obviously the Zelenko protocol, you want zinc in there as well. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of things like elderberries and nigella sativa and other things that provide these phytochromes that are very good for our health. There's a lot of things we can do to improve our, our immune system. And when your immune system is happy and tuned, it fights off all kinds of things. So anybody who hears, go home, come back if, you're, if you get much sicker, without some early treatment options being put in, with cheap over-the-counter things we can do, is getting bad advice from their doctor. I highly recommend you go find a different healthcare provider because you're not getting good advice, but that's the system we have. And again, millions of people are waking up to this. It's a terrible system. It never should have been this way, but now that we're out there working to fix it. It's funny. You, you've mentioned elderberries for years now. My grandmother, my grandfather, they both used to talk about that all the time and they lived pretty healthy and long. So, I mean, you know, they, they knew those old ways and those are the things you often talk about. For instance, Nigella sativa, what, what benefits does that actually have? Well, it's, it has a, a whole range of effects. This is one of the things. It's like talking about ivermectin. Like, it doesn't just do one thing. Our, our, 
our medical system, medicines, they're targeted to do one thing, right? But in fact, they have many different effects. So, so with Nigella sativa and ivermectin and other things like that, sure, it targets viral replication, seems to limit that, but it also tunes up your immune system and depresses certain things that need to be depressed in your immune system because sometimes it overdoes it and tunes up the things that really you want on fire. And, and so it's astonishing. When we look at ivermectin or Nigella sativa, we start to see many other things that are popping out. For instance, ivermectin in cancer, right? There's a very strong set of relationships. It does something there too. I don't want to say it's, you know, the one-stop silver bullet miracle drug, but gosh, it does a lot of things. But of course, that's what real health is. It's a very complex, multifactorial thing where we don't even know sometimes all of these things that are happening and, and what they're doing. But again, ivermectin comes from a natural substance found out in nature. Nigella sativa is is a crushed up seed from the Nigella plant. It does a lot of different things. Elderberries, they do a lot of things. And and I swear by elderberries. You know, I I make elderberry syrup myself. You can buy it. I'm agnostic where you get it from. But when I get that first scratch in the throat, I just start taking it. And I still get sick, but it's like it lasts half as long and it's maybe half as bad. So it's 25% of the experience. It, It just, it's... It works great. That's exactly what you said three years ago. As soon as you get that scratch, I remember you saying that. And I sent it to some of my friends, actually. And then when I started getting a little sick one time, I took it and I think it, you know, I tested positive for COVID, whatever that means. And, uh, but I wasn't sick very long. And I never even missed one minute of work. But I went straight for the elderberries, I had them stocked up. Yeah, natural solutions yep, are where it's really at. Works. Chris, you have been such a proponent for that. I, we appreciate all the work that you've done over at peakprosperity.com. And, of course, check out your book on Crash Course on, uh, you know, energy and economies and, of course, our environment. It's critical that we understand how these are all synchronized together. Chris Martinson with PeakProsperity.com. Thank you so much. When we come back after break, we have General Flynn on deck. Thanks, Chris. It's been a great honor for you to come on. Same for me. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Ann. Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That means everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock discounted at InfoWarsTour.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsTour.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsStore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. The last beacon of truth in a world of deception. It's Alex Jones. Well, it's a great honor to be... uh Actually sitting in the lightning seat for Alex Jones today. I mean, it's unbelievable honor. And uh, I'm here with Ann Vandersteel. We're on Operation Burning Edge. And uh, we've got some incredible guests today. 
Uh, the next up, believe it or not, is General Michael Flynn. He's actually on. He's standing by. I'm going to hit it over to Ann real quick, and then we'll get with Michael Flynn. Yeah, so just to remind everybody here, we've got an incredible limited-time flash sale at InfoWarsStore.com. Starting today, you can get your hands on not one but two of our all-time bestsellers at jaw-dropping prices. Don't miss this, folks. Experience the power of wellness with our incredible products, Vitamin, Vitamin Mineral Fusion. A whopping 40% off today. Go on over to the store. And Survival Shield X3, another 40% off. So get on over to the InfoWarsStore.com for this limited flash sale. Elevate your daily routine with premium nutrients that support your energy, immunity, and overall vitality. Discover the ultimate blend of essential vitamins and minerals carefully crafted to fuel your body and mind. InfoWarsStore.com. InfoWarsStore.com. Well, General Flynn, it is great to see you. I'm glad you're able to join us today. Uh, where are you, out in California or Las Vegas? I know I'll be seeing you soon out in Las Vegas. Yeah, I'm undisclosed. I'm in an undisclosed location right now. I'm out west. We like I'm it. Out west. We like yeah, that. I mean, and part of that, part of that is because, you know, and I, I, you know this, Ann, and Michael does too, to a degree, I think, and because just in our interactions. But, you know, this is a, this is an interesting time that our country is going through. And those of us that have these profiles, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a decent place with great people. Um, and I'll be uh, speaking to a group of people tonight that are basically taking their county back. Um, and that's kind of what it's about. But I, I do want to say to you guys, and I want to say to the audience, I really have always appreciated Alex, Adam, the, the Daria, who we, who always reaches out to me and the entire team at InfoWars. I mean, they, they've been doing some extraordinary work under, under extremely harsh conditions. <laughs> you know, talk about, uh, you know, banned, right? Banned, the word banned that, that Alex likes to use. And so uh, to the entire audience out there, you know, I know that this team appreciates your loyalty uh, and coming back all the time and doing the kinds of things that you do to help them uh, get the message out. And that's what uh, Michael and Ann are doing today. And so I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for whatever you guys want to come at me at, you know, with. Well, sir, uh, the Declaration of North America, this was published by Joe Biden on January 10th, 2023, really just basically giving away the borders of the United States and making Canada, United States and Mexico, one homogenous region, ostensibly, and really focused on the migration of people into our country and sort of just denigrating the sovereignty of the great United States of America. He's done this with Trudeau and with Obrador from Mexico. You know, what say you on this catastrophic declaration that they've made? Yeah, so first of all, you know, you guys need to make sure that you post this on, on the InfoWars uh, website. Uh, every, every single person that listens to this clip needs to read that. I read I reread it this morning. I've probably read it, I don't know, half a dozen times, but I reread it this morning because I knew that we were going to talk about this. And, and again, if you guys, I, I didn't catch the very beginning you know, uh, of the show today you know, to describe whether or not you guys have told the audience what you guys have been up to for the last, certainly for the last 30 days or so. And then Michael's been uh, up and down the border, up and down the, the entire uh, Central American uh, uh, isthmus there, if, if you will, and then, and then all along the border reporting, just doing some superb reporting on, on uh, what it amounts to be uh, an invasion of the United States of America. So the Declaration of North America, which was really signed by the three leaders of Mexico, United States, and Trudeau, I think that's Obrador, of course, Biden, and then uh, Trudeau up in Canada. It has, it has six components, and, and, and people need to go read this thing, so make sure you post it online and send it 
uh, send it to me if you if you don't mind, and I'll I'll post it as well. This is so devastating. This particular declaration, which is only like a couple of pages long, yeah, uh, it's so devastating to the United States of America, uh, particularly to the U.S. Because the bottom line is that the U.S. essentially is going to accept the brunt of it all. Okay. Yeah. Mexico. So we're going to we're going to stop right here real quick, give you a pause, and we're going to come back more on the declaration of North America with General Flynn. We've got to cut to a quick. On March 6, 2001, Alex Jones first predicted the September 11th attack on the World Trade Center. You've got an element of the FBI and these war game scenarios where they can remote control a 747 and they're going to crash it into the World Trade Center. While other networks lie to you about what's happening now, InfoWars tells you the truth about what's happening next. Visit InfoWars.com forward slash show and share the link today. Globalists' nightmare and patriots' dream. It's Alex Jones. All right. It's again. It's a great honor to be sitting in the lightning chair of Alex Jones. I mean, lightning strikes this thing basically daily, uh, and I'm here with with uh, Ann Vandersteel. We're on Operation Burning Edge, and uh, we just had Mike Flynn on General Flynn, and we seem to have lost him. But Ann was to, uh, is Mike back? He's back. General Flynn is back. And we were talking about the declaration of North America with General Flynn before we cut to commercial. General Flynn, uh, you were just breaking down. It has six points on the declaration yeah. of North America. Tell us what you think to be the most alarming or are, are they all equally just, you know, alarming? The, the whole thing is out of control. I mean, th- this this declaration and every single American needs to read it, but definitely people that are that are going to. You know, stay active and be active in this country. But, you know, you're talking about there's six points. The first is diversity, equity and inclusion, which basically it it specifically states the indigenous population, which then it doesn't define that. It talks about the whole nonsense about LGBTQI XYZ in diversity, equity and inclusion. The second key point is about climate change and the environment. And it goes on to talk about how how we must invest all kinds of you know resources into this idea of climate change and our environment, and I mean it's just out of control. It talks about you know the use of methane and how we're going to have to improve the use of methane. It also describes the, the then the third point is about competitiveness. I'm all for competitiveness, but I'm not for competitiveness at the expense of the United States of America. And it's not just competitiveness between those three countries: Mexico, the U.S., and Canada. It's competitiveness on a really on a global scale. But what it's talking about is that almost like it gets back to the first point about equity in the first uh, in the first category. So there's going to be a, a an equitable sharing of the of the uh, benefits, you know, based on how they how I read this competitiveness clause in this thing. I'm saying to myself, well, wait a second. What if we're working our tails off and we're innovating and we're doing the kinds of things that we can do? as American citizens, and we're watching, you know, these other countries and not, you know, and, and I've been to, I've been to both of them. Uh, and, and there's not a, there's not a standing up of the competitiveness factor. Like I know that we can do here in America. The fourth point 
is really the one that you guys are honing in on today and what you've been doing, Michael, so well, reporting on so well. And that's migration and development. One of the phrases that they use in there is labor mobility, labor mobility. You know, again, no description, no definition of what that means. What does labor mobility mean? Does that mean let, you know, people from 150, 160 nations on the planet just, you know, just illegally enter the United States of America with no ability to control or track? And especially the children that we know are coming across the border and they're being abused as they as they come across the border. They're being abused once they get here. We 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 still are looking for eighty five thousand of them in our own system. There's another component of uh, migration and development that they talk about, and they they call it labor and humanitarian programs, labor and humanitarian programs. Well, so I understand labor and I understand bringing, you know, migrants in to do some of the labor and, and many of the farming industries that we've had. And that's been going on for many years. And that's that's been a sort of an ebb. Like, like the tide, it's been an ebb and a, and a, uh, and a, you know, a flow back out where people come in, they, they do migrant uh, seasonal work, and then they go back home. But then they, then they throw in this humanitarian issue, and he, the word you humanitarian, and you say to yourself, okay, so, so for every person on the planet, we're going to allow them to illegally come into this country, and we now know that they're all getting, when you come across that border, you get a packet of stuff, you get a list of NGOs that you can go to. You're going to get. You're probably going to get on the U.S. government dole of about $2,200 a month. When when uh, people who have worked their asses off for 30 years, 40 years, they're they're going to be lucky to get on average about $1,400 a month for Social Security. So if you worked your ass off for 30 years of your life, and then all you're going to do is collect Social Security, you're going to collect about $1,400 a month. We're going to allow. Because of humanitarian reasons, we're going to allow somebody to come in here illegally and immediately start putting them on the on the U.S. government dole, not on Canada, not on Mexico. The U.S. government dole to the tune of about twenty two hundred a month. That's the that's within just the fourth point. The fifth point, and you just had a great a uh, great guest on, and I listened to probably the last ten minutes. Uh, and the, but the fifth point is about health. And as everybody knows, and I think we need to highlight it right here, and you guys need to talk about this more today because I'm going to be talking about it you know, for the next couple of days, probably the next week. We are, we are now looking at another health crisis made up, totally made up, another made up health crisis. And they're going to put us back in masks. I was just given a, uh, an update from one of our military bases where somebody told me that one of our military bases is now going back to masks. And they actually put out a a uh, statement from one of the commanders where, you know, if you're in your office by yourself, you can have, you don't have to wear a mask, but any meetings you attend, any formations you're at, you're now going to be imposed back into a mask. Now the military is a little bit different place. That's a, that is a, I call it a socialist type environment and you got to follow the orders. But if, if the military is going to start to do that, what we're going to see is we're going to see that trickle down into the, into society. And I mean, we're going to see it happen pretty quickly. We're already hearing this issue of masks coming back in. We're hearing about these variants of COVID, you know, and to me, a lot of it, I don't mean to, to go that way, but, you know, it just is. We are, we are going to be force fed, you know, and I always go back to the type of warfare that we are facing and it's fifth generation warfare. So that's the fifth point, health. The sixth point is really the one that got me, um, I think most fired up and that has to do with regional security. 
regional security. So what does that mean? What does regional security mean to Mexico, America, and, uh, and uh, Canada? To me, it means that we are going to have shared responsibilities for security. Does that mean security from foreign powers? Does that mean security from the rise of, of drug programs, these drug cartels, right, that live and breathe and damn near own Mexico, right? Does that mean that we are going to follow some of the things that the Trudeau, communist uh, Trudeau government is imposing? Does that mean we are going to have to bear the, the cost, which, which is really what it means, the sixth point about regional security? This is why people have to read this declaration. It is so staggering. And it also goes back to a in it, in, it uh, in the declaration, they talk about this Los Angeles agreement, which consisted of about 26 nations. Most of those nations were all the, uh, the, you know, the Americas, North America, Central America, South America. But the bottom line is the U.S. is going to is going to take the brunt of the illegal invasion. We're going to we're going to uh, take the brunt of the costs. And those costs are not just financial. It's in our education system. It's in our health care costs. It's in our it's in rising crime. I mean, rising crime in this country is outrageous. It's in the it's in the cost of deaths on our street. I call it killed in action. We have thousand killed in action from fentanyl because of the drug cartels that are controlling uh, what's south of our border. That's called the, the uh, country of Mexico. You know, it's hard to even say the government of Mexico and the Mexican government can get they can get pissed off at me if they want. But, you know, they need to do a far, far more. And frankly, you know, we've been dealing with this problem for a long time and they've never solved it. And I and I think that there are ways to solve it, uh, but it will not be solved by this administration. In fact, they are going to continue to destroy this country. They're going to continue to say we need to build back better, which in their in their definition of build back better, it is destroy everything first and then build it back better in their image. So uh, we're, we're in we're in a crisis here in America. This declaration of North America is, is just one of the indicators that that uh, defines that crisis that we are in. And if we don't get out of this downward spiral, we are not going to have a country. And, no, and one of the ways to get out of it, of course, is, you know, we elect new leaders. But as you know, Ann, you and I have been at this for a while on the, on the election side, you know, to trust our election system. But but we have to do something. We can't just sit on our ass and complain. People got to get involved. They got to get up, you know, stand up, step up, speak up, like I say, and they and I love the phrase local action has a national impact. So anyway, that's my diatribe for the first half. <laughs> and uh, maybe you guys have a few questions. Oh, this is incredible. I wanted you to keep going, actually. I'll just say a couple of things and then to give you a breather. Uh, you know, the same thing is happening in Europe where I spend a lot of time. Uh, you know, for instance, Netherlands is just being picked apart. The farmers are being and the fishermen, not just the farmers. But, you know, the, the globalists are working hard to make tri-state city a smart city of 30 million people, which would be comprised mostly. Of, go ahead, sir. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to be bring up. Let me bring up the Netherlands, Michael, because you and I talked a lot about this over the last probably year. You know, the, and a lot of people in this country, our, our country, the United States, don't realize that the Netherlands farmers are some of the fact And this will, you know, this will tick off some of the, my, my friends out in Iowa where, where I was just at a little while ago. You know, but the, the farmers in the Netherlands are some of the best, if not the best in the world. Mm -hmm. The amount of food that they produce for the world. Now they're being, you know, they're, they're, they have, you know, somebody sticking their thumb on their, you know, on, on them and their ability to be able to do that or putting their, 
you know, others putting their boot on their throats and threatening their ability to do that. And actually, they they also chose a, a, a government in the Netherlands that was a build back better government. And that government, they turned their they they turned on them and they stuck a knife in their back. As far as I'm concerned, I want people to understand because I haven't really said it on, you know, my time. I haven't been on this show as much. And I, you know, I love coming on with Alex and or Adam. And, you know, this this notion of build back better, you know, it, the Biden administration used that as a bumper state that uh, that four letter word. That's right, General. You know, they've building a Trojan army right now in our country with these, as you said, the Chinese age military men that are coming in across the border, all of the other young military age men from around the world that are coming in across the border and being housed in camps right now. But, you know, there's been plans put in place before that have talked about how do we deal with the enforcement arm for the World Economic Forum in this hemisphere, which is really the cartels. They use the cartels to not only you know, move weapons and people, but they also are sort of that enforcement arm, and they're at war with us right now. They're shooting across the border at Customs and Border Protection agents on the regular. So, you know, if you were standing in the place as maybe the NSA, the National Security Advisor, or even maybe the Secretary of Defense in the next Trump administration, what would your plan be to, you know, excise that cancer, that scourge, and get control of our borders right now? Well, here's here's what we're facing. So we have... You know, the, the two competing powers from an American perspective is, is Americanism versus globalism. And so Americanism is essentially what I just said a little while ago. It's the idea of our democracy under a constitution, which we it's a beautiful document and it's and it's guided us to, to up to this point. And there's people in our current government that want to destroy it. So that's Americanism is is our democracy, uh, constitutional republic led by an effective rule of law where where we the people you know are the are the voice of of reason and the voice of power and and we rule not not uh, those that we elect rule the globalism side is a is an assortment and an array of of real people and real organizations i mentioned schwab and the world economic forum so if you looked at them as sort of a headquarters and there's a few other organizations that that do dictate above them there's the big you know the big financial corporate uh, structures that uh, that are out there, Vanguard and BlackRock, for example. But but let's just say uh, Klaus Schwab with the World Economic Forum is the is the main headquarters for you know the, the opposing forces in this case. And then they have a structure around them, and that structure around them is something you know places like the World Bank, the World Health Organization, the World Trade Organization, the United Nations. You know none of these those first three, health, uh, bank, and trade. None of those are elected officials. Those are all appointed officials. And you look at some of who their leadership are, and they're off the they're off the uh, the likes of the World Economic Forum, or in some cases they're communists. They're hardcore communists or Marxists, or even worse. And we have that some of those same people inside of our own government, by the way. So we have those two competing forces. Now, you know, to bring it back to your to your question, you know, it's 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 too early right now to to say, because I think that what we have to start to do is not, not project where we, what, what, what I would want to do or what we need to do. But I think what we have to encourage people to do, and I'm now I'm talking to Americans, you know, I know this is an international audience, but I'm talking to Americans specifically, you know, there, this is not a politics as usual time in our country where, you know, we're just going to go through another election and everything's going to be fine. We're, you know, Republicans like small government and Democrats like big government and Democrats like more taxes and Republicans like lower taxes. That's 
gone. We're now in a place where we have one shot left, and that shot uh, is in 2024. And I'll, I will take it to the to the here and now because you're, we're probably going to see, you know, the, our, our uh, the the leading candidate of all parties for the next president of the United States and the former president of the United States, which has I think 71 or 72 felony counts against him, looking at 720 years. I think is just it's laughable if it wasn't insane. You know, we're looking at him getting you know booked, you know, book him Dano today, right? And and mugshotted and and some some uh, some you know equity, inclusive, diverse person in one of these places is going to leak a photo of, of course, Donald Trump standing sideways with his. I mean, this is the kind of madness that we're facing because the people that are in our system of government and that are in our, ju- our judicial system, not, and I'm not, not so much on the, on the judiciary side, although I can talk about that in, in specifics, but on the side of, of the, the, you know, the executive branch, those in the, you know, those district attorneys, that those in the Department of Justice, those in the FBI. I mean, we're, we're in a place where we've never been. This is not precedented. When people tell me that all the, you know, the Civil War, the Revolutionary War. No, we have never been here before. So now what we've got to do is we can we can look for examples in history in world history. And there might be a few. But we are looking at the end of, of the of the Republic as we know it. If we, the people, don't stand up and start speaking up in all these places where we're operating, meaning and mainly in our counties and in our local communities, that's where I'm at today. That's where I'm going to be, uh, you know, doing tonight. And that's what we do, as you know, uh, and that's what we're going to be doing in the uh, in the reawaken tour coming up in in Las Vegas. The last point, because you mentioned military age men, you know. I see, I watch this. And when these military age men, where you say to yourself, where the hell are they going and who are they working for? And, and the, and the problem is not just at the border. You know, there's a great uh, guy and you guys know him, Jason Jones. He gives a wonderful presentation about the problems that we're facing on the border. And he always says, it's not just at the border. This is up, up in, uh, you know, this is up in Minnesota. It's up in Detroit. It's in St. Louis. It's in Kansas. It's in Wichita. It's, you know, it's inside of the fabric of the United States of America. And you have to ask yourself, so are the cartels then bringing these guys in or are they being trained by as militia somewhere? I mean, what the hell is going on? What the hell is going on? And there's a lot of them. We're not talking about, you know, a couple of hundred. We're talking about millions of people. And and Michael, you know this in your report, your, your amazing reporting from the Darien Gap in, uh, down here in Panama, you know, and, and the connection between Central and South America the number of Chinese military age men that were coming across the border, you, you say this, and they're coming from China. And I'll tell you, the Chinese aren't letting them go for free. The Chinese are giving them a mission. So anyway, I, I just those are just some some touch points that people need to be aware of, uh, you know, in this great segment of uh, of Infowars, because I think, you know, to hone in on this on these specific issues is really important right now for where our country's at. Let me say something on that regard to the Chinese. Man, we need 10 hours of General Flynn. We do. I mean, seriously. Listen, you know that camp where we found China Ninja we talked about in detail before? That camp is now filled with Chinese. That's the camp that Mayorkas has gone to twice. I've been there twice when he went. He went Mayorkas went there in April of 2022. I waited for him for four days. He came, landed in front of me with three Blackhawks. Southcom brought him down. And, and, uh, and then I waited there for him this year again in April of 2023. That camp is more than doubled in size. And as of yesterday, it's filled with Chinese. 
I mean, and, and yeah. the other camp nearby, Las Blancas, has about 6,000 people in it yesterday. It's unbelievable. It's completely flooded. Yeah. So let me just say something about these these type of visits, right? These command, I call them command visits. In the military, we call them command visits. You know, when, a, when somebody that's high up in the, in the you know, in the superstructure of our government, whether it's in the military or in the government, you know, a guy like a Mallorca shows up, what they do, what, what, there's a tendency, because everybody knows they're going to show up. They're going to show up to the to the U.S.-Mexican border. They're going to show up to a place like that. They're going to show them the facilities. It's one big dog and pony show. And anybody that, you know, it, it, particularly in our military, our military guys know dog and pony shows. Hey, I'm going to tell you, I've been the dog and I've been the pony. And I'm going to tell you, when you when those types of people come in and you you make everything pristine and proper and, oh, yeah, everything's wonderful. And it's it's you're you're it's a it's fake. OK, it's fake. Sir, he's the increasing best. the size of the camps and he says he's doing I, it. No, I, and, and he's intentional about it. And that's just not there. But that's all along our border. I mean, I went down to uh, uh, Eagle Pass and that when I saw Eagle Pass that when it was first being constructed, that Eagle Pass is like a military camp. I mean, it's giant. And and that's and that's sort yes. of equivalent to the one. But these General Flynn, these, we have to go to break right now. I'm so sorry, but thank you so much for your time. We'll see you this weekend. We have uh, Tara Rodas and Gary Haven up next, joining us here live on the Alex Jones Show on Mad so Max World TV. Alex, so stop being so negative. Well, for me, admitting I've gotten a rotten tooth and going in a root canal is not negative. It hurts. It stinks. It's got pus coming out of it. I go to the doctor, they fix it. That's not negative. I'm not living in denial. And so think of globalism as being hidden as an infection that we didn't feel yet, but now it's come to the surface. That's actually a positive thing. And so, yeah, Trump did overall a great job. They stole the election. We can't get down about that. We have forced them out in the open. So now they're trying to suppress us because they know they've been exposed. They're scared. That's why instead of saying, oh, we're a bunch of losers, look what happened. No, we're a bunch of winners. They're trying to suppress us. Let our light of truth shine and tell everybody what's happening. Your own website, your own show, my show, other articles, other videos. Just keep sharing however you can and realize we're in an information war. We're going to win this together. And the fight starts at InfoWars.com. You're listening to The Alex Jones Show. We interrupt this broadcast with a special report from the front lines of the info war. Attempts have been made to neutralize the info warrior known as Alex Jones. Countless attacks have been witnessed and reported in an effort to bring him down. Alex Jones has been sighted on the battlefield fighting against the forces of evil. We're not going to go down and just shut our mouths and just put up with this. We know where the bodies are buried, folks, and one way or another, we're going to stay on air. We're receiving reports that Alex Jones has broken through the front lines and is now heading toward the broadcast studio. All efforts to silence him have failed. Emerging victorious against the New World Order, here's your host, Alex Jones. Find the InfoWars transmission at InfoWars.com forward slash show. If you're receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. globalist's nightmare and patriot's dream. It's Alex Jones. 
All right. I'll take it. It's again, it's a huge honor to be uh, sitting in the lightning chair for Alex Jones at, at, uh, at uh, Mad Max World TV and also uh, Infowars.com. And here we have Gary Haven and just flew in, had some issues, but got here. All right. And what an interesting man this is. I've been reading up more and more about you, watching a lot of your old. You've had an incredible life. And, and you, you've actually sat in this chair, I think, a lot as well, right? I have. It's been a while. It's kind of uh, tough finding a place. It's been so long. And by the way, when you say uh, uh, challenging flying here, uh, I'm the pilot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you mask yourself and give yourself a booster shot before you get on the plane, Gary? <laughs> yeah, I frisked myself to make sure there was yeah, no weapons. Yeah, that's how yeah. we do it. For those that don't know, Gary Haven is the founder and CEO of the fitness chain Curves International, just world-renowned, very, very successful businessman. He and his wife, tremendous people, wonderful philanthropists as well. We got a chance to actually sit down and meet with you a couple of weeks ago down in McAllen with a major federal whistleblower, Carlos Arellano, who basically walked Michael and I through these places that the United States government, as Steve Bannon said, your tax dollars are funding the housing and trafficking of tens of thousands, actually hundreds of thousands of children under roof right now. And Gary and his beautiful wife, Diane, took an interest in this and decided they wanted to step in, which is why Gary's here today. We also have another whistleblower standing by who testified before Congress, Tara Rodas. She gave a, a one hell of a presentation before Congress a few weeks ago or months ago, and it's fallen on deaf ears, it seems. So, Gary, great to have you here. We'll bring Tara here in just a second. Okay, thank you, Ann. Uh, actually, I sold my uh, company, Curves, 11 years ago. Uh, so that was a season of my life that was spectacular. It took me all over the world, and uh, I got to meet a lot of famous people with influence. And, uh, and so these last 11 years, the season has been uh, to try to make a difference, to use my resources and my time uh, to, um, uh, to tell the truth. To tell the truth. We love that. So I want to bring Tara in right now, if we can. Uh, Tara, you're a whistleblower. You've been uh, testifying before Congress before. Your testimony brings tears to people's eyes. Frankly, it gives me nightmares to reflect on your nightmares, hearing the children screaming for their parents in the Pomona facility housing thousands of children. Welcome to MadMaxWorld.tv, The Alex Jones Show. It's great to have you on. Well, Anne, Michael, and Gary, it's just an honor to be here with you. And I just Thank you so much for shining a light on what we now know is government-sponsored, taxpayer-funded child trafficking. So I appreciate you all and everything that you're doing to make people aware of this crisis. Yeah, we are. I know, Gary, you've you've really stepped in this in a big way. Michael and I were witness with uh, with Carlos. It was shocking, shocking information when we were down there going around and looking at some of these facilities. We took you along the border so you could see some of the migration Give us your thoughts right away and then, you know, ask Tara, what, what more can we do here? Yeah, thank you for what you're doing. You know, being, being a whistleblower uh, today, uh, it, it's the whistleblowers that are in prison uh, and the criminals that are out free, right? And, yes. And uh, uh, I'm familiar with uh, a number of people. We had uh, lunch with Carlos uh, down at the Valley the other day, and he told his story uh, about uh, moving children and into a vulnerable situation, and he reported it, tried to get uh, uh, some accountability, and was told to stand down. Uh, so uh, getting that information firsthand was, was something. You know, when we were in the Valley uh, uh, last week, uh, about seven days ago, uh, we were in no man's land, which is you go through the wall uh, where there are openings, and the wall to the river uh, is no man's land. And we were standing there, 
as, as two young women and three children slowly walked up. They just crossed the river. And uh, uh, I speak Spanish, so I, I interviewed them. And I, and I said, where are you from? And, and one was from Guatemala. The other was from El Salvador. And I asked the woman, I said, uh, was the journey difficult? And she began to cry. And then I said, was it dangerous? She began to cry more. And then I said, were there bad men? And she just, we, in fact, we all started crying at, at that point. Uh, it was obvious that she had been raped probably multiple times on that journey. I asked her, do you, do you, uh, do you have family in the state? She said, my husband's in Boston. So I said, let's call him. And, and we did. And she was able to get him on the phone and tell her that she was alive and on this side of the river. And uh, we were able to comfort her. Uh, but those are human stories that are real, that are happening uh, as, a, as a result uh, of the policies of these evil people in the federal government. You know, our so-called president uh, uh, is facilitating this criminal act of exposing these young women, these children, to the horrors of making that journey. And you're, you're an eyewitness to it. Yes, yes, definitely. It was a shocking revelation to be sitting at the Pomona Fairplex emergency intake site on what I thought was going to be one of the most incredible jobs that I had ever done as a federal employee, which was what I believed was reunite children with loving families. I thought that I was going to be putting children in loving homes and very quickly what I thought was gonna be this great assignment turned into a terrible nightmare. As I saw the children in front of me in total crisis, could not say who they were going to, talking about how they had never met the sponsor, the sponsor's complete lack of no one ever seeing them. The case managers, I think a lot of people don't realize that these case managers, they're not law enforcement, they're not investigators, they're just regular people who are responsible for moving children in 10 to 14 days if they can. The Pomona Fairplex moved over 8,300 children in less than six months. In less than six months to sponsors they never saw face-to-face, -to, -face, to homes they never saw on tax dollars. We were literally taking these vulnerable children, putting them on planes, on buses, as Carlos explained, right, and sending them out. And it was very interesting because not only did I have the privilege to testify before Congress, but so did the head of Office of Refugee Resettlement. And she said during her testimony on Capitol Hill in April, she said, that once ORR releases the children, we no longer have responsibility. And that's why 85,000 children are missing. No one is responsible for these children. The policies of this administration have resulted in 85,000 children being unaccounted for. They have brought in over 300,000 children. I think people need to understand 300,000 children they have then shipped them out all over the United States. And children today are calling a hotline. They are saying, I'm being trafficked, I'm being abused, I'm being neglected. Children are saying, I don't know my sponsor. 
you know, there was a young girl in Texas, 16 years old. She said, the woman tells me she's my aunt, but I've never met her. And she's pimping me out for sex where I'm living. You know, we had other children say that, you know, they wanted to go to school, but they had to quit school to pay their debts to the cartels. This is absolutely preventable. And for some reason, there is absolutely no will or concern to stop. And we know that these children are going into perilous situations. We know that some of these sponsors are criminals. They are traffickers. They are known members of transnational criminal organizations. Many of you, in addition to Carlos, who is a great hero, may have heard of the DHS whistleblower, Aaron Stevenson. Aaron Stevenson has served our country honorably, and he came forward in early 2021 and said that members of transnational criminal organizations are sponsoring the children. Now, fortunately, I was sitting on the Pomona Fairplex when this brave whistleblower came forward. When Aaron said it was members of transnational criminal organizations like 18th Street Gang, MS-13, Russian Balkan crime syndicates, I saw his disclosure. And because one person told the truth, I was able to circulate that information around the Pomona Fairplex. My husband is from El Salvador. I also speak Spanish, which is why I volunteered for the mission. I wanted to help these kids. But when I heard that MS-13 and 18th Street Gang might be getting these children, I thought, this is absolutely un unbelievable. And had I not seen it for myself with my very own eyes, it took us only two weeks to find the first MS-13 sponsor that we were even aware that they were sponsoring these kids. And it took us two weeks to find the first person who's an MS-13 actor. And if you've seen The Sound of Freedom, what will be horrifying for you to learn at this, that this MS-13 person was female. She worked in a hotel. The coyote or smuggler who she was working with was also female and brought over a group of 22 children who they were distributing around the country. They should be busting the doors down, arresting everybody there, and checking out all these children. I mean, I get fired up thinking about this. I know. Gary, you know, you're a humanitarian. I mean, you're putting your life now to work to, to actually tackle projects like this. What should we be doing? What should the people be doing? You know, we, we should, first of all, make sure we're listening and, and paying attention and getting informed. Then I think the next thing we need to do, and Michael, you demonstrated it quite well, you need to get angry. And then... Now you take your anger and you direct it to the people that are responsible. And the people that are responsible are, are the ones that work for the federal government and enforce these policies that, that have been deliberately established to put children at risk. And then our Congress. You, you know, I look congressmen in the face. I, I look the governor of Texas, uh, the lieutenant governor of Texas, and, and I have said to them, if you don't stop this, you are complicit. And when it comes to the to the vax, which is another subject, uh, you you are an accomplice, an accessory to murder. And those of us that 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 uh, are people that care, uh, which are most of the conservative people, you know, we have a uh, uh, 
a focus on what's near us, our family, our neighborhood, our community. These liberals have a focus on uh, saving the whales and, and this big global thing. Well, we're the ones that are paying attention to the details. We're the ones who are seeing the children. We're the ones that, that care at this level. We need to get angry, and we need to go to the people that we've elected and hold them accountable uh, for, for this massive child abduction uh, uh, event that they have orchestrated. And silence is no longer acceptable for you and for you and for me. Uh, we have to shout from the rooftops. Uh, children are being harmed. We cannot look the other way as if this is not happening. Right. Not if we're people of values. That's and, right. and I think most of our audience would agree with that. Let's get informed, let's get angry, and then let's take action. You know, you're right. I think about myself as a parent, Gary. If one of my children was taken against my will and taken to another country and held hostage, that's ostensibly what's happening right now. These kids want to go home. And, and, and of course, Terry, you talked about the fact that some of these kids actually aren't even children. There's suspicious activity reports showing that these people that are claiming to be children so that they could be trafficked in here aren't children. In your best estimation, Tara, how many of those people really are not of age to be considered and classified as children but have been provided to be trafficked in here and then deposited in homes around the country? Oh, well, yeah, many of these are what we considered age outs or age redeterminations where they are trying to sneak across. So this is one other type of fraud scheme that that the administration right now is allowing to happen. So they can discover that a person is actually in their 20s. We had someone who we believed was over 30 years old. I mean, we had people on our site who were 29. Because they know that if they can sneak in as an unaccompanied minor, they have a better opportunity of being able to stay in the United States. But there are serious consequences to that. Because one of the people who came into this country pretending to be a minor was then sent to Florida and murdered his sponsor. He was not a child. He was not an unaccompanied minor. He was in his 20s. So that is just one other way that this program is being exploited. And I want to make sure that I'm clear. HHS, Office of Refugee Resettlement, has lost control of their program. They've lost control. They've lost over 85,000 children. There's no program that any business or any government could run that has that level of failure. Lost or sold? I mean, we don't know if they lost them. We just know that they're unaccountable. We don't know where they are. Yes, exactly. And what, what business or any operation could stand up to that? That's why I told Congress that there is a simple solution. But see, nobody wants to do the simple solution. And the simple solution is to turn the database, the UAC portal which has every child and every sponsor, they need to simply turn that over to the inspector general community, to the data analysts, and they would be able to very quickly look at that data, analyze it. They would be able to say, hey, these 25 people, each one of them have gotten over 80 children. We need to go after them. It would be a quick way to identify where resources need to be placed to go recover these children 
There are children in crisis. Today, there are children being raped because this program exists. Today, there are children who are working overnight shifts in slaughterhouses, in restaurants, and we are allowing it. I, I really appreciate what Gary said. We need to get loud. And, you know, I'll just quote Samuel Adams here. He said, it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. Today, if you are a case manager, if you have worked in transportation with MVM, if you are working with one of these NGOs and you have witnessed this, it's time to come forward. It's time to blow the whistle. You need to speak the truth. There are other people who will stand with you. We need your voice. The children need your voice. Let's stand up and be the voice for these children. Imagine one voice, Abbott, Governor Abbott. Where is he? You know, nothing, nothing. No pulse from Abbott. We went down a couple of weeks ago. Abbott was in McAllen giving a small business summit. Not one word about the children, not one word about the border, just basically talking about giving the country away. I mean, the guy works for the World Economic Forum. That's the bottom line. The, the local law enforcement could go in there and bust those doors down and start arresting yes. people. We need a billboard outside that former Walmart supercenter that houses those children for a hotline and telling the people inside, hey, you're felons, right? There will be a comeuppance at some point, and you need to do something right now and get on the right side with this. You know, there's $2.9 trillion in the Health and Human Services budget. $2.9 T trillion, Tara. So if you're talking about reunification, true reunification, Gary, you know, Tara, if you were going to put your heads together, how would we get these children back to their homes and get them, you know, that mental help that they need? Because so many of them, most of them have been gravely abused. Yeah, you know, Tara, you're so well-spoken on this. What, what a wonderful person you are to have the ability to articulate what's fairly complicated. Uh, You know, we um, have a voice here, and and you're a wonderful voice in that, and and you guys, uh, you're dedicated to this. I'm I'm really proud to be sitting here with you. This is a good start. We need need everybody to be talking about this. Uh, And these people that we've elected that are sitting in Washington and are standing down need to have a fire under their ass. And we need to be relentless about this. Uh, you know, we can be upset about this, the out-of-control spending or the destruction of the military. I mean, there's a lot to be upset about. But when it comes to children, okay, that is something that people will get behind and get motivated on. So I'm hoping our audience paid attention to you. You know, the Inspector General... Uh, uh, has the capacity to to go in and, and 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 do his job. Unfortunately, look at what the inspector generals have done uh, uh, over the Trump stuff and all these other things. Washington is so corrupt, and and I believe heavily involved in pedophilia. Uh, they stay quiet about this because there's so many people in power that participate in this evil. But we have got to shine the light on it. What we're doing today, uh, people all over the country, uh, this needs to be raised up to to, uh, perhaps the number one topic that that we should be focused on right now. And by the way, I can afford a billboard 
outside that Walmart in Brownsville. We'll Let's get do the, it. We'll get the text written up on it, and we'll get we'll get a hotline set up. Yep. and a website. Yeah, encourage more people with the courage like Tara. Well, I mean, what you're doing is inspiring, and also you and Carlos both. That we know how dangerous this is. This yeah. takes guts. Yeah. Thank you so much because yeah. it's the courage from folks like you that will actually That's bring awesome. the information to the public, bring it into the ethos, bring it into the conversation, which it just isn't getting enough conversation about. Thank God for Sound of Freedom, but we need more. We need that next level, and it's whistleblowers like you and Carlos Terra that are standing up and bringing it out here, and it's just critical. It's absolutely critical. You know, we want to talk more about this. I know we've got to cut to a break here fairly soon, but, um, you know, Gary, can you stick around for a little bit longer after the uh, commercial break? Like two days. <laughs> like the next two days. <laughs> that would be nice. Tara, um, again, thank you so much for the work that you've done. Thank you for everything that you continue to do. We, are, we have a debt of gratitude. I know there'll be more coming forward. You are going to inspire more whistleblowers. I believe you've uh, perhaps even got a couple on deck that are ready to step out. So we are uh, live here on the Alex Jones Show. Pinch us, huh, Michael? We're still here. There's a lot more I want to ask Tara. There's not enough time. Like she was talking about the children crying at night. She talked on previous phone calls wanting to go back to their home country. Stick around, Tara. Stick around. (laughs) Alex Jones here in the next 60 seconds with some very exciting announcements. Vitamin Mineral Fusion is a bestseller. It's an amazing product. All the key amino acids, all the essential vitamins, all the essential minerals. That means everything you need to live and be healthy in one tasty, delicious powder that you put in a pitcher, mix up, drink in the morning, lunch, nighttime, middle of the night. It is simply amazing, and it empowers your immune system and your whole body. It's back in stock. Discounted at InfoWarsStore.com. You can get 10% off for signing up for AutoShip. Uh, we got double Patriot points. That's 10% off on your next order right now. All of that is available at InfoWarsStore.com. Things like 3,000 milligram CBD oil that just does over-the-top things for your neurological system, your joints, your bones, and so much more. Try it. I know you're going to love it. And it funds the InfoWar. Also, try the 1,000 milligram salve for your joints and bones. It's under the private label Rebels In at InfoWarsStore.com. Check it out. So many other great products. Go to InfoWarsStore.com right now. <laughs> 